The Mishulach asked the people of the city, who is he? Where does he come from? Because he didn't look like anyone else in Taman. And they answered him that this gentleman came a couple of days ago, and he's from Shevet Don. This Mishulach from Eretz Yisrael <laughs> went to this Doni, to this Donite, a member of Shevet Don, and he asked if he has permission to visit him in his home, in his place where he's staying. Either way, either he should come to his house or he'll come to his house. Either way, he, whatever he wants, he'll do. So the guy from Shevet Don said that he'll come to the Mishulach's house. When he feels up to it, he'll come to his house. So, this person <coughs> kept his word on the second day and he came to the, the uh, room of the Mishulach. This Doni, this person from Shevaton was Gewaldic handsome, Gewaldic Shane, strong, tall. He, he describes how he looked as a, 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 a line board, beautiful pace. Uh, what do you call it in English? As a, as a uh, curly payas that were coming down, and his clothing, his clothing, his clothing were like clothing from a pe from people that lived hundreds and hundreds of years ago. On top of his clothing, he wore a belt. Untenit gestanen YSL of the belt. Nasi gestanen the following words: Yehi don nochash ali derech shvifan ali oirech. You know where those words are from? Brachah. And zayis abrachah. Yehi don nochash ali derech shvifan ali oirech. You ever go through the book in English from Rabbi Gershon Weisel Zangezun on Samson, Shimshon Agiba, Dalton State, the ganze history of Shimshon Agiba, which is an excellent book for everybody to go through, so you'll understand after the Shimshon. On and based on this pasuk of Yehi Don this is a nevuah regarding Shimshon Shimshon Agiva. But anyway, that's what they wore on their belt. Yehi Don Nochash Ali Derech Shvifan Ali Oirech with the Nekudis. It had Nekudis on it. No, your belt doesn't say that. On his thigh, on his thigh, there was a long sword. He wore a sword around his thigh. And he spoke a very clear, was not Kodesh, but he spoke very little. Before he would speak a single word, he would think of what to say. His food that he ate, from what I observed, was not more than bread and water. <laughs> and from what I understood from him is that he slept two at the most three hours in a 24-hour period. Two? And at the most, three hours in a 24-hour period. The Vilna Goyen, Shtetach had geschlossen, zwei Shor, in intervals, in four half-hour intervals. Anyway, several times, while I spoke with him, he would be involved deeply in his own thoughts, and he would, uh, he would lift up his eyes to Shomayim. Anyone that saw him, while he was speaking, would think that he is speaking with a malach. Many times a day, this person from Shevet Don would wash his guft and mayim. Doesn't say whether it was a mikvah or shower. And anything that he did seemed to show that he was like a 
some kind of a, a monk. Or the closest thing that they could understand to this person was like a person that's a monk from the people that come from Asia, but were known to exist. Any person that met him would imagine that this would be a good picture of what a Novi looked like when the time of the Neviim existed. This Doni, while he was speaking to this Meshullah from Eretz soil, when the Doni heard this Shrekwaka report of what's going on in Eretz soil in the time of, of the Talmud of the Vilna Goynesses around that time, he fell on the ground. Completely fell down on the ground, his complete goof fell down on the ground, and he cried bitter tears regarding the report that he just now heard from Eretz Yisrael. And he cried and he wailed, and he said that he can't speak more than a half hour. More than a half hour, he was able to speak because he had no koshas. Because of Tsar. When the Mishulach asked him about what's going on in Shevet Don, he said very short and, and sweet, and he said as follows. Everybody is tranquil, and they live a tranquil life. They have a big melucha, shevedon, in a certain direction from this city. It's a long way off from this city called Tzanana, whatever it is, Tzana, Tzana, this what it is. It's a shtickle, it's a long, long distance. How long he doesn't say. The head of the Shevet is called a Nossi. And this Nossi rules over the Shevet with Ruchnius and Gashmi's dick advice. More than that, he wouldn't speak. That was the end of the conversation about Shevet done. As far as what he's doing here, he said that the king or the Nossi of Shevet done sent him on a mission to find out what's doing with the Jews that live in the western cities. So people from this city asked, maybe you would want to take this Meshullah from Eretz Yisrael with you back to Shevedon. Here's a live person coming from Eretz Yisrael. And, and I'm, I've added they're interested in hearing a live report of what's going on in Eretz Yisrael. So he said, fine, he would do it. And he promised that in several months, he would bring him back to this city, Bishalom. He says, I'll take you now, <coughs> and I promise in several months you'll be back here, Bishalom. But the Mishulach, who came on a mission to raise money for the Aniyam and Eretz soil, chickened out. First he said he'll go, but in the second, next minute he says he's not going, because he was afraid to go. So this guy from Shevetun got very angry, I made a, 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 a bona fide offer to you, an earnest offer for you, and you don't want to go, so he got angry. And later the Mishulach was very aggravated at his decision of not going. And he wanted to find him again. And, went and decided to go with him. But he couldn't find him. And no one had a trace of where he disappeared. No one in the city was able to say where he went. This is part of the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to Shevet Donald that they couldn't be like a snake in the grass. And if you'll go through that safer called Samson, well, you're not allowed to sit over there, you know. I'm If you're going to go through that safer called Samson, which is a Gvaldic safer to go through, it gives you an insight in Nach, a certain Sukhum Nach, you'll see that that was the whole Matthias of Shimshon, a snake in the grass. 
he made as if he's their friend, and I will go to Zachan. The ganze meisah, with shimshin, with the ganze meisah, you have to go through. It's very kedai to go through it. Anyway, he was able to disappear without any trace. That's our special bracha. <laughs> Within a year from the time that he left Eretz Yisrael, he returned to Tzfas. That's where he came from. He was a resident of Tzfas. And he repeated everything that he saw from this Shevet Doni, from this person from Shevet Don. And there was a Hisoiterus of the G'dayla Menel Yisrael, and the leader of the G'dayla Menel Yisrael at that time, I told you before, was Rabbi Yisrael Shklava, the Talmud of the Vilna Goin. And they all decided that an expedition has to be made to meet the people from Shevet Don. And they all decided that the head of this exp- expedition should be a doctor, a very sedakta, Yoveh Shemayim, Raboruch. Raboruch, Azaytah Gehesen, Raboruch. And he came, he went on his expedition with the Haskoma of all the G'daylam and Eretz at the time. All the G'daylam. And I told you the first one that signed is Rabbi Yisrael Shkolava, Talmud of the Vilna Goyim. And it says here other people that signed. He went through Alexandria, Mitzrayim, whatever that means. He went through Egypt, I guess. And he came to the city of Tsanana. Tsanana. Or Tsanana. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Tsanana, it sounds like. If someone should look it up in the dictionary, or not in the dictionary, in the globe, or whatever, what's the capital city? A 20, huh? Does anyone know of, of Yemen? In this city, this Raboruch, we're finished with the Mishulam. The Mishulam is back and fast. We have a new guy now. The first guy went to collect money. The second guy is going to see Shevedon. Anyway, this guy found a Choshevayid in, in Tanana, and he begged him that he should go with him on this Shlichus from the Gedolim and Eretz Yisrael because he doesn't know his way around here. And they should go together with whatever people they could get together to go on this expedition to Shevedon. And he agreed. It says here, they went eastward from Tanana. But on one day, a nochosh, a snake, bit the, the heel of Raboruch, and his and his uh, his heel blew up, Shreklach. But he was a doctor, first of all. And secondly, he had Gewaldi Gebetochen, that if the Gedolim sent him, that he's going to be Matzliach, even though he's in a desolate desert right now. And he just kept on going, even though he was just bitten by a snake and his foot was shreklach, swollen. After several hours of going, after being bitten by this snake, on the Tuesday, they left on a Sunday, they saw a sheep, a single sheep that was a stray, that went away from its herd. So the shliach took a knife and he killed the sheep opened up its stomach this Raboruch stuck in his foot inside the warm stomach of the sheep and the koyach of the warmth of the stomach of the dead sheep was mavatal the poison of the snake bite and he was a strapper he was a doctor so he knew this before so if you ever bitten by a snake find the stray sheep, slit its stomach, stick your foot in there, 
and he'll be alright. Now, you should say he him before though. Anyway, as they were going, do I have a problem? This sheep came from a herd. So the guy that was taking care of his herd was looking for his stray sheep. And he, and he was traveling with his herd of sheep. And he came upon these Yidin with Rabboch. And, uh, and they asked, and he asked from Rabboch, what happened with the sheep? The kids are Amaisa. They told him. This guy had a spear in his hand, by the way. <laughs> and Rabboch said, I'm a shliya from Yerushalayim, from Eretz Yisrael. And when this person heard the word Yerushalayim, he like tzitted. The person from the sheep gave a tzitter, Yerushalayim. It sent a chill up his spine. So he asked them, what, what's your work? What's your profession? So he said, Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echot. In other words, he had to show that he's a Yid, from a Yid. When the person from the herd of sheep heard, So he like was less on God. And then he said, what happened to the sheep? And the Maishas said, He had to kill it, I'm sorry. He's willing to pay for it. And then they got onto the topic of why he's here. And he showed him the letter that he had from Rabbi Yisrael Shklova on the other G'daylam in Eretz Yisrael, showing that he's on a mission to meet the people from Shevet Don. And he wants to go with this shepherd to his Shevet. So the shepherd said, no. You should go to the city called Chedan, Chedim, Chedim. And you wait there. And I'll come back from my Shevet to give you an answer on your request. But you can't come with me now. I first have to check it out with the Shevet. Mikita Ramaisa. The Sotten hat is eingekommen da, Sotten hat nicht gewollt, was da kommt vor. And what happened was as follows. The ruler of Yemen at that time, the king of Yemen, or whatever he's called, became very sick. And all the doctors of Tsanan, Tsana, whatever it is, were not able to find any reform for him. This guy, who's the shliach of this expedition, the head of this expedition, is a big doctor from Eretz Yisrael, Rabboruch. So this Rabboruch, the Atas said to himself like this, I got to wait here anyway. Until this guy comes back with an answer from the, from the Sheva Don. He wanted me to wait in the city of Chedin. But meanwhile, I can go to the king and heal him. If I heal the king of Yemen, I'll be able to have tremendous resources at my hand. He'll be able to come with an army, he'll be able to come with supplies, he'll be able to come with whatever is needed, he'll be able to help that seller. He'll be able to do whatever he wants, he'll have the king mishuva to him. So before he went from Chedin, where he's supposed to wait for the member of Shevedon, he went and told the people in Chedin that in case Shluchim come here from Shevedon to request and look for me, 
tell them that I had to go to Tzana because the king is sick and as soon as I come back from Tzana you should give me a message from them that's what Raborach said to the members of the city of Chedim the kids Raborach came to Tzana the capital city of Yemen and he was able to heal the, uh, the king or whatever you call him with the Gibbisar of because he healed the king and the, the local residents the local resident doctors the local doctors of the town could not heal him so there was a tremendous kinah so if you were able to heal the king and we couldn't so we're jealous we have to get rid of you so because they made a bilbul to the king about this that he's a spy that he came from a different country to spy out the land of Yemen and he's going to conquer Yemen soon and therefore it's your job to get rid of him like any spy the kids said the first day he didn't listen the second day he didn't listen a couple of weeks he didn't listen but after a while it started sinking in and members of the Tzana whatever this is army threw some kind of weapons cannonball some kind of a weapon at him and the kids are they killed him they killed his rabbi in this expedition and they threw his dead carcass carcass to the chayas but they saw the chayas that were given this carcass would not come near they wouldn't even touch it and this was a tremendous nest as we can say I mean, get a wilde chaya, a bit of flesh. Esther does off, one, two, three. So when the Nazi heard that this is what happened, so the Nazi was convinced that they killed an innocent man, that this was a bilbul on him, that he was a spy, and really they killed him Shalakadin, and it wasn't right. And therefore, he gave it sivui that this Rabbaruch should be buried in a tremendous hush of a grave, and a tremendous matzeva was placed upon his grave. And in this Matseva, all Yidin from Yemen, from Taman, go Kaseda to this Tzadik. Tzadik gains a dot And even Yishmaelim, who, who believe in superstitious things, they also came and used to pray by this Keva of this Tzadik Rabor, the head of this expedition. And then later they sent all the the begodim of this Tzadik and this and that, and back and, back and this, and to, to where it was, and as a writer, and as a writer. This was the Yetzirah's way of destroying this expedition that the Vilna Goins Talmud Rabbi Yisrael had geschickt. Then he writes, Tia Nitzmosh, so it's Ruhr, Mitzvah Rachayim, and as they write, and that, and this, and this, and that. The other Chochem that he was traveling with, meanwhile, went to Chaydan to hear what happened. Did Sheva Don come back to Chaydan and come back with a message? And even though he was bitter that his friend Rabbodach was killed, but he went anyway to see maybe something could be heard, some good news. When he came to the city of Chaydan, the people of Chaydan came towards him with crying. And they said, all oh, your work is for nothing. A couple of days after you left, came two riders of horses with arms, spears in their hands, and they asked for a borach the message uh, from Yerushalayim because they cannot give over the message that they have 
from Shevedon to anyone else except to this Yerushalmi. And he, Rabbodach, should go back to Yerushalayim and give over the message to Yerushalayim. And they asked, where, where is this Yerushalayim? So they said, well, something happened, and they said, the king, the minister, whatever it is, Atzana got sick, and he went there to go, and this and that and that and this. Tell us what the message is, and when Rabbodach comes back, we'll give over the message. When they heard that that's what happened, that Rabbodach is not here, they turned around, wouldn't say a word, and packed out. And all the people of Chaydan were in a matzav of bitterness because they knew that they halten ot, 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 ot. And this Chochem, when he heard this, cried very much. And he uh, rode over this whole mice and he said, that's the end of this mice. So this was the episode of Rabbi Yisroel Shklava sending Rav Baruch on a mission to Shevedon and it was mamish ot, ot, ot. And that's what happened. There's several other mices like this mm-hmm. in different kufas. Several other mices from different kufas that send different directions. Mm-hmm. Also such mices. Because there's so, there's so many things that you can't be prepared for when you go on these expeditions. So you don't know well, what's right to do. And the Yetzirah and the Sotan come to Rhein and the If we have enough schusim, avada, what is given? It wasn't Matzliach, it accomplished something. What it accomplished? Basically, the other accomplishes Bashamayim. It speeds up the Golas and Nochazel Chazachim. Opus is not unsere Eisig, these Achen, of course. Medafis Ibelos and Fadigreis, I mentioned in Eretz Yisrael, was two in Zacharayim, these Achen, if there are such people, and if there aren't, it moves in Valt, and this Mashiach comes and will take care of the problems. A good work, and a good Chayish, and a good year. Why is he going to the this this was said over by Rabbi Michael Feinstein, Schlitte, the, the Reden from Briskorov, who heard it from the Briskorov. This is what this guy said over in a drusha in Eretz Yisrael. He's from London. He said this drusha in Eretz Yisrael. And he heard it from Rabbi Michael Feinstein, Schlitte, is a nephew of Amesha, and he's a Reden of the Briskorov, and he said the following. You, you believe it. You don't believe it. I'm just telling you a state. In the days of the Beis Yasef, there was one of the G'dayli Azman of the days of the Beis Yasef that made a Perush on Shas Al-Pisod. Al-Pikabola. Shoshinam Gachasapor Al-Pikabola. Psulun Asas Neim Ravi Al-Pikabola. Merubo Midas Tashvum Mekevum Midas Tashvum Al-Vei Al-Pikabola. The whole Shas he wrote a Perush Al-Pikabola. Shit. Dosh as in Gantz Tere, when he finished the Chibu, he was afraid that it's too long. He spent a whole life on it, it's too long. So he was makatered, he abridged the Tadish. Because no one would read it. He still felt it was too long and he made it even less. Then he, got, then he shortened it to such a degree that he only wrote Rosh Tavis. 
<laughs> so he wrote the whole page. <laughs> but he wrote the Rosh Tevis in it. You know, Rosh Tevis has the Rosh Tevis. Some Godel in the time of the Beis Yosef looked at this Tevis and he read every word as if it wouldn't be a Rosh Tevis. He read the words as if it wasn't a Rosh Tevis. And the words that he wrote on Shas were the exact words of Rashi and Shas. Do you hear what I just now said? You didn't have what I said. What can I do? The Vizkarov said over this Maisel. Vizkarov didn't say over Maisel unless he believed it to be a thousand million percent emiss. Because anything that was what he called, he wouldn't believe it. Doctor. Is Avada, as Rashi HaKodesh, was Mechavan in his Peresh, Alpip Shah, Finista. The Pashtas had Gorim and Rashi, as we said this, Nigla. But he wrote words that be Mephadish Nigla in such a way that every word is a Rashi Tevis. Every single word in Rashi and Chat is a Rashi Tevis of a Pina Shankarboma. Is that an example? No example. This is from the Drosha of Arava Goim, Evelyokim Schlesinger, Schlitter, Roshiva from London, who said this in Eretz Yisrael in the Drosha that he heard it from Rabbi Michael Feinstein, who's alive today, who heard it from Yisrael, the Briskarov, the Echatzadik, the Vrocha, what I just not told But who was the one that wrote it? The Boogeyman. Boogeyman? <laughs> I wrote it. What do you mean, who wrote it? I wrote it. Can I get the book? Can I get the book? Can I get the book? Can I get the book?